Blog Talk Radio. to another episode of a sound heart radio. The the biblical documents are fascinating. And you and I know that we know we do not have the original autographs of either the Old Testament or the New Testament. But we do have incredible manuscripts of both the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so we have a reliable, trustworthy canon. Now, there are those who say that inspiration only refers to the original autographs and does not extend to the, uh, to the, the later documents. And that is the documents that you and I have. But... What is important for us to understand is that the manuscripts that have been left to us, we know that we have the Word of God. We have the inspired Word of God at our disposal. And so we have great faith in the documents that we have received. So what is interesting, one of the interesting aspects of these documents to me is the fact that uh, I I can study the lives of different uh, important personages or the lives of the important personages of the Word of God, and I, I see very little reference in the different documents uh, with regard to apologetics or apology or a formal defense of the faith. I don't read that in the scriptures. Now, there is a reference uh, in the Patrine documents which uh, says that we are to be ready to give an answer for the faith that is within us. And if you would note the context, uh, these things were under tremendous pressure in that they were they were being persecuted sorely, profoundly, crushingly persecuted uh, by the Roman government, and in spite of their their persecution, in spite of the the opposition of the Roman government to them, these these believers were faithful, and so it is very powerful. To note that never in the scripture is there does the scripture make reference to a formal uh, intellectual defense of the faith. Uh, in the scripture, the defense of the faith was 
essential. It was first person. It was the, the very life of the individual. And so Peter could talk very powerfully about this faith that was more, more precious than gold that perishes. He could call, talk profoundly about this type of faith and what it meant and what it meant to other believers and that it provided them encouragement. It provided them a profound sense of who they were and whose they were. And throughout the word of God, we, we see the power of faith. Now, uh, in the Old Testament manuscripts, uh, one will not find the word, uh, the term faith. And if the word faith does appear in any of the other translations, it has been imposed upon the text by the translator. Because in the Old Testament, the word faith is is the essence of the documents. That is, uh, faith is demonstrated by what one does in the Old Testament, not by what one says. <coughs> the Old Testament documents are concrete documents written for people who thought in concrete terms. They did not have the mentality of the Greeks. They, they did not spend, uh, their thinking was not around abstract discursive reason, but concrete action. So faith was demonstrated or shown to exist by one's actions, by what one does. Interestingly enough, this is the same reality in the New Testament. Indeed, in Deuteronomy 6.4, we read, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, echad. And so we have the verb at the beginning of the sentence. Uh, The verb here, it is shema. Shema Yisrael, shema means to hear with a view to obey to hear with a view to obeying what is heard. Notice the doing. Notice the substantive power of doing. In the Greek, we have the word akuo, which means the same thing, to hear with a view to obeying that which is heard. We are told in the scriptures, be ye by James, be ye doers of the word, be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, Deceiving yourselves. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. And this is James chapter 1, verse 22. Once again, it reads quote, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and afterward and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. 
but the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do, notice the verb to do, to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. So we have this wonderful power of the scriptures. The scriptures base everything on our acts. Our acts demonstrate who we are. Our acts demonstrate who we are. Our acts demonstrate what we believe. In the Gospel of John, John uses a very, uh, when John speaks about or talks about uh, believe or believe, he uses a very interesting term. Uh, in the Greek, and very, uh, and the word means to the word means that there is a, that initial belief, but then one grows into that initial affirmation or belief. So it is pistuo, very very important. Now, we read this in Hebrews 11, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, which talks about the heroes of the faith. And how do we know that they were heroes of the faith? Well, we know through what they did, through their actions. They demonstrated their faith. Nowhere in the biblical documents do we read that these individuals sat down and wrote books on apologetics, formal books on apologetics, where they quoted uh, philosophers, where they quoted mathematicians, where they quoted uh, physicists in order to gain a hearing uh, from those who do not know God. It is very interesting that Jesus never quoted any of the great rabbis of his day. He never quoted the rabbinical literature of his day. He did not he never quoted Rabbi Shemaya or Rabbi Hillel. He never quoted the Gemara. He never quoted any uh, documents that were written about the scriptures. Jesus quoted the very word of God. And we believe that uh, the version that he used was the Septuagint, that is the Greek translation of the Old Testament. We believe that Jesus spoke Aramaic. So Jesus had a profound knowledge of the Word. He is the, according to John chapter 1, he is the incarnate logos. He is both the reason and speech of God. So what is most important to your spiritual life? Western apologetics or resurrection power? In Ephesians, Paul's letter to the Ephesians, he talks about he talks about the, the resurrection power of Christ. This is where Paul writes in Ephesians chapter one. He writes, quote, verse eighteen 
I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Verse 21, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. You and I have within us the resurrection power of the living Christ. We have his resurrection power and work in us now. Paul did not pray that we would have the gift of apologetics or the gift to write uh, apologetic tunes or to quote uh, unsafe philosophers and theologians. Paul knew that the word stood alone, independent. The word was autonomous from anything that, that man could put together. Because the word of God is alive and powerful. The word of God is alive and powerful. The word of God gives life. And you and I do not need the contaminating influence of men and their fallen thinking and their limited thinking. We do not need their syllogisms. We do not need their different logics, either Western or Eastern. We do not need these systems. What we do need every day, moment by moment, within our hearts, is the living word of God. Beware of those who want you to feed on apologetics and their writings and their thinking and their thoughts and who do not want you to feed on the word of God. Jesus said, my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed. No apologist and no book written on apologetics can claim that. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich. God bless you.